Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Bad bosses are everywhere, and they're often a big reason why businesses perform miserably. Workplace expert Michelle Gibbings tackles this issue in her book, Bad Boss, What to Do If You Work for One, Manage One, or Are One. Chris Ashmore asks Michelle whether it's true that people don't leave their job, they leave their boss. Look, it's interesting when you look at the stats that say 82% of people find their leader uninspiring. And in America, there was a study which found that 65% of people would forego a pay rise if they got a new boss. There's certainly merit in the argument that people leave their boss, not just their job. So, you know, obviously it's a bit more complex than that, but yeah, it's a big factor. So what makes a bad boss? I look at it through a number of different lenses and the key part is to go, to what extent have they got self-awareness of the impact that they're having and do they care as to the impact that they're having? And also where's their focus? Is it all about them or is it actually all about their team and what their team needs? So are they selfish or selfless? And when you look at it through those lenses, you get different types of bad bosses. And so, you know, you can range them sort of tough on one end to toxic on the other, but it's really about each individual as a leader going, what type of boss am I and what's the impact that I'm having on the people around me? As a business owner, how would I know if any one of my team members or team leaders are bad bosses? There's a couple of ways that you can do it. And without quoting Dennis Denuto from The Castle, it's the vibe. But there is a part of that because it is that sense of when you walk the floor, when you sit in on a team meeting that your direct report is running, what's the level of conversation, the banter, the dynamic of the team? So there's all those sort of informal mechanisms. And then there's more formal mechanisms. You know, you can look at things like turnover stats, you can look at productivity, you can look at engagement scores, and you can also do formal feedback mechanisms which will help you understand what type of leaders you've got working for you. So all of those indicators then paint a picture as to whether you've got a leader that's effective or ineffective. Okay. What happens then if you do discover that one of your team leaders is a horrible boss? The first thing is to recognize leadership is a learned skill. So it's really easy to go, okay, ineffective leader, I should just get rid of them. And I'd go, no, don't do that. What you need to do is actually understand What's driving their ineffective leadership? Firstly, look at yourself. Are you impacting their behavior? Because bad leadership gets pushed down. Just as we know that our emotions are contagious, poor toxic leadership is contagious as well. So check yourself first. Then check the environment. Is there something in the culture or the environment or the workplace that is not bringing out the best in that leader? And then look at the leader. So look at the leader, their dynamic, what's the level of experience they've got, what's their awareness of the impact, and also what's their willingness to actually change and learn. Because what you want to be able to do is understand all of that context to then go, okay, let's work with that leader to actually turn them into a good leader. Because leadership is a learned skill. And so because it's a learned skill, you know that if a person wants to learn and wants to be better, they can be better. But it takes time and it takes effort. Does there ever come a time, though, when enough's enough, the team leader's bad ways just can't be rectified and you just might have to let them go? Yeah, there is. And so I look at it through two lenses. What's the level of 
sort of acceptance that the leader has got that they have to change because there are some leaders and I've seen them, I've experienced them where they're like, I'm awesome, I don't need to change. And in fact, they're not awesome and they do need to change, but they have zero interest in changing because they think they're awesome. And those people, it's intractable. If they're not willing to change, no matter what you do, no matter how much money you spend getting them coached or trained, they will not shift. So there has to be a desire to change. And then it's also like the level of effort. So what's the level of effort that you've invested, both your time and energy, but also the organization resources, because you may have got them an executive coach, you might have put them through training and leadership development courses. What's the level of effort that you've expended? And then what are you seeing shift and change? Because it might be that you've invested energy and you've invested time and money and you're seeing that the dial is shifting. It's moving towards the positive, but slowly. And so you might go, actually, they're doing okay. We could go for a bit longer and let's just keep working with them because the change isn't going to happen overnight. But if you get to a point where they go, I don't need to change and you've invested time and energy and it's going nowhere, well, you then need to make a choice because once again, it's on you if you're not doing anything about it. And the impacts across the team, all the research shows the impacts of bad leadership are really, they're deep in terms of not just the impact in terms of productivity and engagement, but also the potential impact to mental health and wellness. And with OHS laws these days, if you've got someone in the environment who's a bully and they discriminate, as a strict liability laws under OHS, you're actually liable. What about the big boss? Many people listening to this may in fact be the business owner. How do they recognise in themselves they could be a bad boss? Look, you really need someone around you who is going to hold that mirror up to you. So who's the person around you who will challenge you? And so that's really helpful getting 360 degree feedback. I know for me, that was one of the most instructive things that I did through my corporate career was going through a formal 360 degree feedback process where I got feedback from my boss, my boss's boss, my colleagues, my team. And I assessed myself as well. And because you self-assess, you can then see the gap between how you think you lead and how people actually experience your leadership. Then when you've got the data and it can hurt, I remember the first time I got it done, I looked at it and went, oh, ouch that hurts. And you look at it and go, okay, I've got data. This is what people are saying about me. I now have a choice as to what I want to do with that data. So you've got formal mechanisms, but also if you're in a meeting and no one ever speaks up, no one challenges you, that's a warning sign that something is wrong. Because if people aren't prepared to challenge, it's because they're scared about the ramifications of challenging. So were you ever a horrible boss, Michelle? I was. Look, I wouldn't say horrible. I'd probably soften the language, maybe a fraction, Chris, but I certainly wasn't a great boss and it was early in my career and I didn't know any better. I had these preconceived ideas and assumptions about what it meant to be a leader. I was fortunate because I worked for a really good leader and she pulled me aside and she said to me, you know, Michelle, I get that it's you're ambitious and I get that you want to do well, but this is what it really means to lead. And it's not just about the task, it's about the people that you work with. And what I found was that the more I focused on the people, the more I understood my team and what they needed, the more I was there for them, the work just happened. I didn't need to focus so much on task. And so it was about balancing more on people, less on task. Being a boss, being a good boss is a work in progress, isn't it? I don't think you ever stop learning as a leader. And 
the day that you go, I'm the smartest person in the room, day you need to find another room. And the day that you've stopped learning, you've almost built in your own obsolescence because the world is constantly shifting and constantly changing and you have to keep learning. Who do you admire as a good boss? Look, I admire lots of people in the public sphere. I mean, it's very easy to look at someone like Jacinda Ardern because of her ability to connect and that care and compassion. But if I go through my corporate career, one of the best bosses for me was Elizabeth Proust. I worked with her when she was an executive at ANZ, and she has since gone on to sit on lots of Australian boards, and she was also chair of the Australian Institute of Company Directors. I reported to someone who reported to her, so she was not my direct line manager, but she absolutely embodied what it meant to be a a good boss because she backed you. When you needed her, she was there. I knew I could ring her outside of working hours if I needed advice on things because I was working in media at the time and there was one of those roles where you needed to be able to get advice and recommendations on things. And she was just so personable. And I think, you know, I look at her and I go, she was always busy, but she always made time for people and she remembered you and remembered what you needed, which made you feel special and made you feel valued. And at the end of the day, that's what employees want. They want to feel valued and they want to feel respected. That was workplace expert and author Michelle Gibbings. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more Be Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.